Welcome to the Crypto Trader Podcast with your host, Jacob Canfield. Welcome, guys, to part two of 21 Crypto Trading Rules to Avoid Getting Wrecked. So we we capped off last episode with basically the, you know, the first 15 rules. So let's finish this out and we're going to go through all these. So number 14, there will always be another trade. There will always be another setup coming with rallies come corrections and with corrections come rallies. Uh, there's been a there's very there's been very few rallies that I haven't seen pull back, at least at some point. Um, you know, in this market, you see FOMO is really massive. And so the pullbacks may be small. But there's always another setup on another coin. So if you miss one coin or one rally, you know, don't fret about it because there's always going to be another one coming at some point. Number 15, if you buy at the bottom of a correction, it's a lot harder to lose money than it is to buy in the top of a rally or in the middle of a rally. And what I mean by that is when a coin is trending, it's much easier to buy the pullback of the rally than it is to try and time the while you're in the rally to try and buy mid range. And a lot of times that will result in a lot of stop losses being hit. Number 16, don't go all in on one coin for a trade. You always want to manage your risk with your risk per trade. Um, and you always want to keep a position in cash. So even though a coin looks promising, it's, uh, you know, if it doesn't do what you want to do and it tanks, then you've lost everything you've worked for as far as trading. I've seen this happen with a lot of people where they're using, uh, let's say, cross leverage and their stop loss doesn't get tri triggered on Bitcoin. And because they're on cross margin, um, basically what happens is they're, you know, a, a huge part of their portfolio gets, gets burned because they didn't have a stop loss or the liquidity was poor and their stop loss got skipped over. And so what I highly recommend is just at least making sure that you're not all in on one investment because at any point in time that thing could dump. And if your stop loss doesn't get triggered, or if you don't have sales preset, then, um, you're, you're kind of holding a bag and you take a massive drawdown. If your coin is going on a massive rally, uh, take profits on the way up, uh, especially if you're if it's starting to show some high time frame divergences um, on like the RSI or the OBV or the MACD or something like that. Um, just just taking 25% of your position out, 50% of your position out at a high time frame resistances or divergences where they're starting to show up is really important because then if the coin does start dumping, then it's a lot easier to exit you know a portion of your position rather than the whole position on the way down. Um, especially because a lot of the times you don't see any buyers show up during a massive decline or correction. Employ smart trading and risk management rules. So there's four sub sub rules to this rule number 18. One, try to stay unemotional. Uh, try to trade like an algorithm. You have a plan. You have a strategy. Just trade like it. Uh, trade the one. Trade the plan that you've built. Number two is don't over trade. Uh, don't feel like you have to always be in a position. Um, if it doesn't align with your rules or your perfect setup, then don't worry about it. Uh, number three, keep your risk per trade around 1% um, and always make sure you st set your stop losses. Um, so that risk per trade around 1% that the, there's a confusing concept around that. I've done all, I've got a whole um, video guide on uh, risk management specifically, but your risk per trade is 1%. So an example of that is if you're trading with $10,000 um, and then your 1% 1 per, 1 rule means you're not going to lose more than $100 when your stop loss is hit. And so with the risk per trade rule on $10,000, let's say your stop loss is 10%. Then that means that you can enter a $1,000 position because if the 10% of your stop loss is hit, then you lose $100. If your stop loss is 5%, then that means you can have a position size of $2,000 because 5% of $2,000 is $100. If your stop loss is um, you know, 1%, then you can have a position size of $10,000 
because 1% of that is $100. So again, you always want to keep your risk per trade around 1%, but that doesn't mean you can't have a decent sized position. Um, it just means you want to always keep it down to 1% because if you hit a couple of losing trades in a row, you're not going to blow your account, but it's, it's about the tortoise and the hare. You want your uh, trading to be, to rep, you know, replicate more of the tortoise style of trading, meaning you build it up, build it up, compound your gains, especially with good win ratios. Number 19, make sure you're taking profits out of the market. Otherwise, I mean, what's the point of trading? Uh, you never know what's going to happen. So some are calling this a bubble, some, and it might be, but make sure you're squirreling away profits from your trading endeavors. Um, and I'm going to expand on that a little bit. Uh, for me, I do not keep all of my money on an exchange. Um, I've been trading since 2016, and I've seen too many exchanges that get seized by the FBI, that uh, get hacked, that get shutter because they can't afford it. Um, and so you always want to make sure that you keep a, a portion of your trading portfolio. So let's say you're, you know, you have $10,000, but you only want to trade with 2000. Um, well put $2,000 and if, if you want to add more, well, pull it from your wallet, put it on there. Once you make profit, pull it out and set it aside. If you're a new trader, so this is rule number 20. If you're a new trader, focus on one to two coins only for three to six months at a time and trade them both up and down. So learn how to long and learn how to short your coin. And you don't need to use high leverage. You can just use like a one X short, um, which is basically like a synthetic cash position. And when you focus on one coin and one coin only, you become a master at that one coin. And it's so much easier to make profits because you learn all the ins and outs of it. You learn what Fibonacci levels it reacts to, what extensions it goes to as far as taking profits, what moving averages are key, what time frames are dominating this. And what you're really learning is you're learning the algos and the market makers uh, and what drive that specific cryptocurrency uh, the most. And so once you start to really learn and understand that, it makes it a lot easier to trade because you don't, you're not focused on Binance has over 300 coins. You're not trying to focus on 300 coins and find all these different things. Just focusing on one, follow your setups, follow your rules, and it makes it so much easier to trade. And rule number 21, my last rule, uh, this will save you a lot of heartache. If you're a day trader, if you're intraday trading, it is so much easier to trade coins that are above their 200 day moving average on the daily chart and as well as having over 500 to 1000 Bitcoin, 24 hour Bitcoin volume. Now, what is the logic in this? Well, if you go back to rules, uh, if you go back to the previous episode and you talk about um, numbers, rules number nine and 10, sell at resistance and buy at support, that is specifically applying to uh, uptrending coins. Now, how do you determine an uptrend? Well, for me, on a long-term high time frame basis, it's when it's above its 200-day moving average. When it's above that, you know that the trend is up uh, unless you got those high time frame, high time frame uh, bearish divergences, or it's just now, you know, or it's on a on its downtrend coming back to the 200-day moving average. But by and large, when it's above its 200-day moving average, the trend is up. So that's where it's much better to buy on pullbacks, buy on supports and then sell at resistances on the way up because you know that the trend is up. It's much easier to make money buying a trending coin than it is buying a downtrending coin just for the fact that the bounces are going to be much higher and your, your success rate and your targets hit are much, much better. I hope that was helpful, guys. If you found it helpful, you know, make sure that you uh, tag me on Twitter, share this episode, um, you know, hit me with the hashtag uh, CryptoTraderPodcast you know, loved the episode, make sure you subscribe to my podcast, um, follow me on YouTube. And guys, if you want these 21 trading rules, uh, make sure that you go to CryptoTraderPodcast.com. 
It's right on the homepage. All you have to do is enter your email and you'll get this guide sent right to you. And uh, I will see you guys on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Crypto Trader Podcast. If you found value in this podcast, I ask that you rate, review, and subscribe. And we'll see you next time.